And uh, welcome back to a very special episode of My Mom Thinks You're Dumb. I think the audio is going to be horrible in this one, but hopefully we'll get one of our guests here, Jason. The talent has arrived. And we got BG here. Hey. Hey, you. Um, I we also have recognize you. Um, what? We also have Bo. That's right. I'm back. Back, everybody. Now, Bo, when we were getting ready to record, you were you were being very deliberate with your actions. I mean, it, we probably watched you work on those headphones for 45, 50 minutes. How, how are, they, are they working good? Still not working at all. It really infuriates me. Leave one in and take one out. Leave the microphone one in and take the other one out. Any better? I've got one hand in and one hand out, but I haven't shaken anything all about yet. You're missing out on the hokey pokey in life. I am. Don't show again. Yes. Now slow down, Bo. Jason, what was the name of that song? What was the name of that song? It had something to do with Kobe Bryant, didn't it? Kobe, yeah. I, it was, it was very... Well, cash rules everything around us. I'm not hearing. I, I think I just need to take the headphones away from myself because this is not making for a good podcast and it's really troubling me. So, all right. You guys hear me now? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm using the microphone. Jason's in um, the dark space, we call it. Um, how was your guys' week? How was your uh, happy New Year's? I got a New Year's resolution. And that is to read more. I used to read a lot. And then I quit reading. And then I hated reading. And now I'm like, you know what? I should read more. But I probably don't read entertaining things. I read like Freakonomics type stuff. That's entertaining. There's, there's a book called Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. I read it already. Now I'm reading Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. It's pretty good. I like non-interesting, interesting stuff. I, I like that topic. That It's interesting to me that people's psychology leads them to believe that any kind of success they have in life is 100% based on their actions, when in reality it's mostly based on random chance. Yeah. Well, they say, what, what's the old adage about when opportunity is when preparation meets or good good luck is when opportunity meets preparation. Preparation. What is it? Perspiration and preparation equals what? Inspiration. That's the variable. Flatulation. Did you read um I couldn't remember um David and Goliath? Did you read that one? No, do I need to read that one? I would suggest that. I'm I'm big on Bill Bryson. I read I've read everything Bill Bryson's done. I'm going back through reading uh, Tales of the Thunderbolt Kid. I suggest it's if you want to connect to your father's age. Um, read that book, everybody out there. Good, everybody out there. Also, send an email and tell me what to read in the vein of 
Blink, and Freakonomics, stuff like that. I don't even why, know what Why would you even ask? You know Bo is never going to let you see the emails. I've never seen a single email. I was telling Jason about the emails today. We got two emails uh, from today, apparently, um, saying, what are we talking about? Why are we not talking about Groundhog Day? When are they getting this episode? That's that's our thing now. We're known as the Groundhog Day guys. I thought we were the troglodytes. No, that's Jason. <laughs> we can't. He's a he's a hippo comedy. He's the nickname guy. He's a hippo comedy. He's a troglodyte. I always <laughs> reach for that low hanging fart. He can only speak authoritatively about synthetic. God, we're gonna. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that. That was funny. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bother. It wasn't as fun. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Jason. We didn't deliberately cut your audio out last week. Everybody out there, it's been going crazy in Germany. I don't know why we don't speak German. Guten Tag. Harold wrote some kind of a message saying thank you to Germany because apparently we're going viral in this one town. I'm not sure if it's even a town. It's called Franklin. Sorry, I have a, I have a text here. Guten Morgen. It says um, Frankfurt am Main. Frankfurt am Main, Hess. That's in Germany, apparently. Bitillen sis on I'm not gonna read it because I'm definitely gonna butcher that language, beautiful language. Um always sounds so romantic when you see those Hitler speeches. I'm kidding. No, we love uh -huh. they're not associated at all with um I hate how my whole screen goes blank when Jason says something, but we don't catch what he says. But it just goes blank. What'd you say, Jason? Well, I just, I forgot your number one rule, which is like, I remember you were calling, you were telling me when we podcast that you're going to be talking nonstop. And my job is to like watch your eyes and mouth slow down for like when you breathe in. Yeah. And then I can jump in and say one or two words and then it's going to be right back to you. So <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't right at the phone. Did you guys have a good Christmas? We had Christmas. I don't remember. Seems like a long time ago. Yeah, it was like last year. I um, I want to say something about batteries. They're about a dollar a piece now. I don't know if you price batteries. I bought a bunch of batteries so that everything would be stocked up and you know raring to go on Christmas, and found out that twenty bucks in batteries buys you about twenty batteries, and they're all every. Electronic device we bought for Christmas is now batteries dead. It's been a week. You got to get on Amazon and you got to get the industrial grade battery. Is it the Amazon Basics? That's what everybody says. It's it's Amazon. It's this. It's a gray and white battery, and it's like, I mean, you can get like two hundred for thirty bucks, and it is it. I use them in, I, I got seven trail cameras out at my deer hunting property yeah. and their trail cameras are terrible about just killing batteries. And I can change the batteries one time during a season, which is like three months and they last forever. Pretty good. 
They're very when, good. And you get 300 for 30 bucks. When you said during the three month season, why'd you wink and hold up a spotlight? <laughs> <laughs> season is just this, the season limits. I mean, come on, you know, it's just a suggestion. Is it okay, <laughs> is it okay to hunt over a bag of corn like that? I mean, it is now, actually. Yes, it's legal. One of my friends does it. He pours this stuff called rice bran on the ground and big, it looks like big white ant piles, ant beds. And the deer just lick it up all day. They lick up dust. Hmm. It wasn't I was talking about that. But it was like fishing in a barrel. Because they fished at some stocked pond. And like every, yeah. it was like catfish fighting, fighting to get the bait. Like, like Hank Parker or something. It seems like un unsporting. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. Like, I don't have feeders and all that crap. I probably should. It's probably why I don't see as many deer anymore because all my neighbors feed them and I don't. But I like to do it the old-fashioned way. I Sometimes I just go out in the woods and sit in a chair, not even in a, tr in a tree stand or anything. So is that explaining the facial hair? You got a winter, winter cut there? Yeah, and it's very camouflaged. It's got all these different colors in it, like camouflage kind of. Yeah. Mostly gray now, but deers are gray. It breaks apart the foliage. Yeah, it cuts out my like masculine jawline there. All right, Jason, you told me to be more human. Can I get to my hot topics now? We're like 10 minutes in. Come on. Let me tell you what happened to me. I need y'all's opinion about something. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were going to walk away when I started talking. You still there? I'm here for you, man. Okay. <laughs> so, I what would you guys do? Tell me if I did the right thing or the wrong thing. Sitting at home. So, it's Friday night. It's like 11.30 p.m. Doorbell rings. Front of the house is completely dark. There's no lights on outside the house. I have some lights on in the backyard, but they're automatic, so they just come on at night. And I was sitting in the living room, and I was sitting, I was listening to music, so I had the lights turned off like I do. And uh, hmm. the doorbell rings, and I get up, and I go to turn on my ring doorbell at, with my phone, and it's, like, frozen. And I'm like, ugh. And so I just throw my phone down, and... I'll go over to the door, open the door. There's a dude standing at my door in the completely dark. And he says, he says something like, Hey, I was wondering if you could help me. And what I didn't realize is that when he said that my phone had connected to the ring doorbell and also was still connected to my stereo. So from behind me, I hear it full volume. <laughs> Somebody yell, can you help me? So we both jumped. <laughs> but to make a long story short, dude knocks on my door at 1130 at night and he's standing in the dark and he says, hey, I, can you give me a ride? And I was like, what What do you mean? What? What's wrong? And he says, well, I'm trying to get home and there's a dog that keeps chasing me and I can't get to my house. And I was like, well, where do you live? And he said, I live just like right across the street, like two, like, you know, three blocks away. And um. I, I thought about it for a second. I said, uh, okay, come on in. And so he walks in through the front door. And when he comes in, it 
out into the light of the house, um, it's clear that he is most likely a homeless person. And I say that just because his clothing was like, it looked rough. I mean, he looked rough. And so I get my shoes and I get my keys and he's fiddling in his pocket. He's got something in his pocket and he's looking all around in the house. And then, and so I say, okay, we can go. And so he walks out in front of me and we're walking to my car and I stop and I'm like, I'm like, I can't, if I get in this car with this dude, I don't know what he's going to do. And I said, Hey man, look, what are you, what are you playing with in your pocket? And he said, Oh, oh, this is just my phone. And he pulled something out of his pocket, but it, I, it was dark again. We're outside and it was kind of dark and I couldn't see what it was. It didn't look like a phone. It looked like some kind of black box. It didn't look like a gun or anything, but it didn't seem like a phone. And, uh, I said, okay, so we get in the car and I don't, I don't click my door all the way. So the overhead light stays on and he jumps in and I drive him across the street and I say, okay, which house is yours? And he's like, well, it's 104. And I said, okay. And I start look, and he's looking for this house. He doesn't, it's not his house. He has an address, but he doesn't know which house it is. So we're looking at like, okay, that's 104 right there. And he looks and he goes, oh, okay. And he, and he said, I guess this is it. And he jumps out. So I get home and I'm like, I, I'm, I don't know what, I don't know what happened. I know I probably shouldn't have given a stranger a ride in the middle of the night. But nothing bad happened. But man, it it was like, it was uncomfortable. It, it, I mean, where was he coming from? I don't. He never told me. He said he was just trying to get home. I wouldn't be if someone knocks on my door at eleven thirty at night. I'm not going to be that accommodating. Yeah, I I don't know, man. I like I. It just caught me off guard. I guess now. I talked to somebody about it because I didn't understand any of it. Right. So I go to my neighbor's house the next day and I ask him and I'm thinking, you know, to get to my house, he had to pass like two other houses off of that main road. And he, if he was just looking for a ride, you know, he probably would have knocked on every house. So I went and talked to both neighbors and he had not knocked on their doors. So none of it made sense to me. Like, what was he doing? And I talked to somebody at work and they, and they said, Here's the scenario, hypothetical. He's going to buy drugs. His de- He calls his dealer. Dealer's like, look, I'm not coming out. It's 1130 at night. If you come to my house, you know, I'll sell it to you or whatever. And the guy's like, okay, where do you live? He gets the address. He heads over there and he gets like most of the way there and he thinks, you know, there's some dark houses back over this way. I could probably, if nobody's home, get in or grab a few things off the porch and use that to trade in for the drugs. So he came up to the dark house, knocked on the door, hoping nobody was home. And then when I answered, he started this story about a dog being in the road, chasing him. And then he needed a ride. Do you think you took something from your house? The black thing or. No, I think he was just scouting it. I mean, I, that's what I, you know, my, my friend said, I, I don't know if that's what happened. Or not. It could have honestly just been a guy trying to get home and a dog chased him. I don't know. I would definitely invest in some more lighting out front and some motion <laughs> and all that stuff in the front yard. I mean, yeah, I have that stuff. I had just turned it off. 
anybody that knocks at my door is going to be greeted by my dog barking his head off and then, you know, lights and everything else. Yeah. My two dogs, I got pretty big dogs and they sound horrible. Luckily. Yeah. You might want to think about that. Put pushing when someone knocks on your door at 1130, push play on your speaker, but have it playing a dog sound or something. No, what you need to do is, is do like home alone and pull up. Yeah. Angels with dirty wings. <laughs> Run that through your Bluetooth. <laughs> people are getting murdered in there. <laughs> a scientifically proven way to get rid of people. Well, I was telling I was telling this story at work and I, I made me think of this other I was like would you rather would if you had a gun and you had to shoot either the dumbest person in the world or the smartest giraffe in the world, which one would you pick? The dumbest what in the world? Person. I'd shoot the giraffe a hundred times out of a hundred. <laughs> That's what I they say. Wait. It's murder if you kill the dumbest person, but it's not murder if you kill a giraffe. Well, you got to think, where's the dumbest person located? Probably not in America. Probably not going to be extradition and stuff like that. Where is, where is Trump Tower? <laughs> <laughs> There's some nasty emails coming for that one. Yeah. Well, not that I'll ever see them. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, so you're telling me we're like the David Hasselhoff's music of podcasts? We're real yeah. big in Germany. I mean... I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Yeah. Mark my words. Yeah. Well, I still love that lady in the crowd going, Yes! I want to know what that lady's doing now. She's screaming to this day she might be in jail for the uh, january 6th stuff <laughs> i like how a sitting president tried to overthrow the united states government and is now running for office again <laughs> it's just a crazy world we live in it um I mean, I, I thought we did an episode. I felt like we got some uh, way back on that with the, um, me talking about, I think it was 91. That's crazy. Crazy. All right, hot topic. How much time we got left? Nine minutes. So we're just past Christmas. Um, have you guys ever been around an event like someone's talking to you, but Babe Ruth's about to hit or the equivalent of that? And you just want to say, like, hey, hey. Stop for a sec. Like, yeah. Witness this here. Yeah. Right. BG, start us off. I have a 10 year old who does that. Well, now he's 11. I have an 11 year old who does that pretty much every single time I'm trying to watch anything intently. <laughs> Everything. And it's always something like, hey, do you remember? And so he has autism and he can remember like the exact date and year of everything that ever happened in his life and he's like hey do you remember 
January 8th, 2021, when I missed school because I was sick. And I'm like, Jason, I'm trying to watch this, like, historical moment here in it's this game. It's third down. It's third yeah. down. I'm like, it's third and goal. Let me just watch this, please. But Your I'm son's like, He's like, but I'm just trying to ask you if you remember that. And I'm like, yes, I remember it. You, Yes, you talk about it all the time. <laughs> I miss it, whatever it is. Jason, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Most, I mean, not that I can think of, no. Yes, but um, it was 2019, because it was, I remember it was before the pandemic. And my mom passed away like two days after this. But we were, um, in Birmingham at a church of the Highlands. It's a huge like mega church up there. And they were doing their, their candlelight vigil for Christmas, you know, where they go around and the first person lights and then they turn the light. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So they did decided to sing acapella like Oh Holy Night and stuff like that. Well, I just happened to be standing next to my wife and son, but in front of the many-time Grammy award-winning Sarah Evans. Oh, yeah. She wasn't, like, belting it, but she was singing it perfectly, singing it the way, like, the person that wrote the song or angels might sing it. And I just wanted to tell everyone, everyone around me, I was like, hey, everybody, shut up, shut up. Hey, I'm, I appreciate you singing all this, but like, shh. I mean, like, Sarah. Yeah. They heard it. And she was doing the, like, extra melody, like the, oh, it was, it was amazing. Amazing. I just wanted to tell everybody, to be like, hey, why are we, why are we even trying? <laughs> Bo, how me and BG feel when you're talking on this podcast? We just thank you. We just quiet. That's in the opulence of my magnanimity. Unanimity. Um. Well, trouble in paradise again. The gas station near my home is dealing with a lot, and if you go in there, the owner will tell you all about it. Apparently, there's been some new gas stations open up here in my town. And they have a new type of gas pump that it doesn't allow the like silver bar to go down. It like clicks something up to hold it. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah it's a slow flow machine. Oh, it's so slow, so slow. And so they passed it January 1st, which went into effect. You know, apparently he didn't know anything about it. His quote today was, um, I'm so mad, buddy. Why are they singling me out, buddy? And I thought, what are we doing? This guy has gone through countless road constructions, and now they're just, he couldn't even sell gas today. Why are you so involved in this guy's life? This is like the third time you've explained like a long discussion you've had with a guy at the gas station. It's the gas station right outside like my neighborhood, and we, I go by there probably three or four times a week in the morning. And it's I feel like this guy's just getting railroaded. 
<laughs> and I'm his buddy, apparently. So is everybody in front of me and behind me. What What did the gas pump have to do with anything? They they passed an ordinance. You have to have these safety flow gas pumps now, starting January first, and they're like slow flow. It's I don't know. You, you you'll start seeing them. It's something for safety. I hate those things. They don't work right. Yeah, like you, you try to get it all the way up there to the top, and they I don't know. stay. They just keep falling down. It's not going. Just because one guy can't pump gas, that's why the whole state of New Jersey can't pump your own gas. All right. All right. Hot topic. I want a YouTube channel, guys. I want a YouTube channel that just shows you what you need to know before you watch, you know, a minute, 30 seconds, what you need to know so that you, when your wife says, hey, I don't want to watch Meg Till alone, I need to know hey, this is going to be scary, but not only is it going to be scary because there's a huge 10 times the size of Jaws thing. Have y'all seen this flick? Uh, I, mean, I don't want to ruin anything for you. You know I haven't, and I probably never will, so you won't ruin it. There are these huge snake things that come and they like will puncture a submarine. I mean, like you don't need it. You've already got mag. What, you Everything think? you just said was like lips moving, but no sound, at least for me. Yeah, I could I could barely hear it. All right. What about now? I can hear you now. I heard you say something about like the very last word. There's these just... snake things that come out of the abyss of the darkness of the ocean, which is already scary enough. There's already a meg and several megs. What? Are you talking about your dreams? No, the Meg 2. I wasn't ready for it. I was sitting there. Um, I just want... I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm supposed to be the tough guy in there. It scared me to no end. So I just want... I don't understand. It's already got a huge, like 10 times the size of Jaws. You've got the abyss of like darkness. Submarines can collapse. We've seen that. Too soon. <laughs> were they eels? No, they were like these prehistoric, really scary big snakes that would go and turn themselves into like swordfish and slam into the sides of humans, submarines, and they would also eat humans, of course. They love human flesh. Yeah, it's tasty. 30,000 feet below the atmosphere. God, it was so scary. You're the first person that movie ever scared. You should write a director. I don't watch a lot of scary movies. I think I watched a movie over the break. But I don't remember. I watched one. I watched that. Have you ever heard of that Hell House movie? Yeah, I've heard of it. There's... There's four of them. <laughs> the Rob fourth zombie? one. Out. Is it Rob Zombie? Huh? Did Rob Zombie do one of them? No, no. They're uh, they're like found footage, like Blair Witch Project kind of. But oh, it's yeah. about uh, this group setting up a haunted house in an old hotel. Um, 
it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I mean, considering it was the fourth movie in a series, it was pretty decent. Yeah, that's what I was going to say about the Meg, too. Usually, usually if there's a number behind it, unless it's a Rocky movie, it's usually kind of lame, isn't it? Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, Dower. I mean, all the Dowers. Rocky. Wayne's World 2. I good. watched it. I watched it. I watched all the hangovers, probably. I think the last Bill Adventure. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, yeah. Bogus See, Journey. that's how you do it. You have Bogus Journey instead of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure 2. Name it something else. Name it the Meg scary prehistoric snake things. You know how Speed 2 really took it to the next level? Meg 2 didn't need to do that. They've got multiple Megs. And the and the abyss. That should have been the name of it. What Meg Two, multiple Megs, <laughs> and the abyss. Now with more abyss, the Meg can impregnate herself in Meg <laughs> Two. That's really what happened. It's so scary. Is there worry. anything more scary though than an abyss? Think about it. Mm -mm. Like I feel like if I even saw one of those, it would just suck me in, and I would drown. The horrible excruciating death when they put out light it makes those angler fish like go away they're like what come on i'm down here yeah and those things are scary looking yeah those are some of the freakiest things and there's these tube worms anyway it sucks um i unfortunately over this christmas break got a mental health break by watching something that used to matter to me a lot of college football doesn't matter anymore anyway. How many national times we got to win in a year? I mean, we already won one. Football used to be really different. I watched some ESPN news. They were showing some classic games from the 80s and 70s, um, in the 90s even, and the early 2000s. The only time people got penalized for a big hit was when they often would stand over a guy and make throat-slashing gestures or, like, really point out to the guy, like, you're unconscious. You're unconscious <laughs> right now. Like when they had to be really demonstrative over sacking a quarterback like that in order to get a flag. That was it was for excessive celebration. It was never for a hard hit. Yeah. In today's game, every hard hit, you're like, oh, is that guy ejected? I mean, like, I don't know. Maybe it's better. Yeah. You're like, there goes our best safety. He's gone. Dad yeah. gummit. Yeah. <laughs> he just tackled that guy very cleanly and hardly. It's lame. But then again, the same players that were getting hit and taunted probably can't remember anything. And oh, that's what, I, that's what I was going to say. There was a, a game for Nebraska versus like uh, Wisconsin for like the big eight title in the 80s or something. If anybody played football, college football, and then I'd say even three years of professional football in the 80s their chances of living into their 50s. I mean, they can't, they couldn't, I can barely walk. You know, some, I got to get going in the morning and my knees and hips are, they feel shot when I wake up. These mm -hmm. guys, I mean, like, it's amazing. Amazing the hits. Every play, there's a hit. And there's huge yeah. pileups every play. It was just used to be crazy. Jason, that was my little uh, roll tide section. Sorry about that. Good times. Let me talk about what I want to really talk about, though. What I watched over Christmas to get my misery away. This is a direct quote from it. 
I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show. I feel like the only person in the world that hasn't seen the show, but I've watched the very first episode. This is a quote. A cattleman sees $293 until it's worth $1,100 in seven months. A cattleman sees that. Seized? Seized. A cattleman sees a cow is $293 until in seven months it's worth $1,100. Kevin Costner says this quote, which is already great. He's on horseback. In the second episode, he does one of the most masculine things I've ever seen in the whole world. Um, he catches fish from horseback in a stream. In a stream, what like with you, a fishing pole. It was the most... Talking, what? Are you talking about a movie? I'm talking about a TV show. What show? Jellystone. It's Yellowstone. And apparently there's prequels and double prequels. Having not said what show you're talking about. It's Yellowstone. Well, you said it now. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I have not and I will not. I'll tell you the two biggest selling points for me. Kevin Costner on horseback. And they're doing stuff that's really violent. Um, there's also gratuitous nudity. All in that. Is it? Uh, well, I've yeah. only seen the first two episodes. I feel like I'm turning you guys on Tiger King or something. No, I'm not going to watch it. It's not my style. It's really good. The only two Westerns that I really get into is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly and uh, Tombstone. What about Unforgiven? What? I don't care for it. Ridiculous. What? Yeah. Outrageous. It is. You know why I like the good, the bad, and the ugly? Because it's three, like four hours long, and they might say 20 words in the whole thing. Have you seen <laughs> Jeremiah Johnson? Nope. You need to watch Jeremiah Johnson. You need to watch uh, Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid. Those mm -hmm. are two great, great Westerns. My grandfather, I used to have to stay with my grandfather when I was in kindergarten and first grade because my dad worked nights and my mom went to work at like 6 a.m. So I'd just spend the weeknights with my grandfather and we'd watch, like, he loved Western, so we'd always watch John Wayne movies. Then yep. finally, when they were over, it was like 9.30. I, had, I got to watch 30 minutes of the Disney Channel. As a, now I'm a kindergartner having to watch Rooster Cogburn or some crap. Yeah, those are great I, westerns. I cared less about it. I was like, man, I just want to watch Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck, and I got to watch this. It was yeah, like I hated westerns for a long time, and then I saw Unforgiven, and now they're like one of my favorite types of movie. Yeah, True Grit was good. I mean, there's so many good there's so many good westerns. Um, My favorite kind of Western was the one that combined like World War II and Western. Well, I guess not World War II. Probably more like the Revolutionary War. Than have, you Western. Seen, have you seen There Will Be Blood? Nope. Oh, I did like uh, No Country for Old Men. Is that a Western? Yeah. I would, yeah. And I would say that, uh, yeah. I mean, that movie where they only say like 20 words the whole movie. Yeah. I love those movies because it's such a, it's like, it's a mood. It's not a movie. 
it's a mood and you can get in that mood for the whole length of the movie and nobody says something stupid to get you out of that mood dude in yellowstone they were catching fish from horseback you think they were talking a lot that there's no time for talking when you're catching fish from horseback i do like watching fishing so there's you don't you have time to do anything when you're fishing from horseback. You could write a book and 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 narrate it out loud the whole time. Jackson, you're not fishing right. He's on a horse. Think of that horse just like standing there in the cold water. Crazy. He's moving around like constantly. Guys, I went down a worm rabbit hole. Uh my son was trying to look up. If cracking your knuckles is bad, and it took him to YouTube, and about the third video, and several videos once you clicked on that third video, came up afterwards about something that my father would say, hang a shingle. Animal chiropractors, guys, have y'all seen these? Have you seen any of this video? these videos? Never heard of it. Oh, I, do yourself. I, do yourself a three-minute web quest. Oh, my gosh. You want us to talk about shock and awe in the face of a dog? Pop its back. I mean, like, <laughs> I'm surprised these people don't get their faces bitten off. They're cranking on chihuahuas, cats, <laughs> iguanas. I'm just like, what? First off, it's already voodoo witchery, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, let's not even go to, no. I don't want to get a bunch of emails from chiropractors, but it's 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 voodoo. Like you said, it's voodoo bull hockey. I think I would rather go to an acupuncturist. Oh, yeah. I'd go to a holistic healer. Wait, you get whipped with sage and like incense or something? Yeah, they put them hot like rocks on your back. I'd rather do that. One I'd pay. What, 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 Jackson? I said I'd pay extra to get whipped by it. Well, um, <laughs> one of my best Christmas gifts about eight or nine, ten years ago, Katie got me a. Uh, my wife got me a. Oh, I was waiting for Jason. I'm sorry. My wife got me a gift certificate for like 10 massages at Massage Envy. Y'all familiar with this place? I'd never, I'd never had a real like hour long massage. What? I hate you happy. Was I what? Were you really happy at the end of those massages? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was nothing like that. It was very, um, I did, and I made sure my wife was okay with this, but the first time I went in there, they asked me, would I like a man or a woman? I was like, oh, a woman. That's what, I mean, like, and apparently I like a very, very soft massage. And somehow about 30 minutes into my hour-long massage, every single time I would go to sleep. I hate massages. I don't want anybody to do that. Well, they did the hot stone stuff, and that would that would keep you awake for like the first 15, 20 minutes. Man, you would just walk out of there and be like, I need to drink water. I feel like every muscle in my body has been like torn apart. You're supposed to because it releases all kinds of toxins in your blood from your muscles. I think it's healthy. 
I mean, if I was a multimillionaire, I would probably have that every day. They tell you, drink a lot of water after you get a massage to flush yeah. all the toxins out because they're released into your blood from your muscles. That's when I first started really chugging water. I chug water all the time now, but Jason? Do, do you think you do you think when you fell asleep you released your bowel? No. <laughs> I think that's when you die, not when you fall asleep from massage. <laughs> no, no, man. Didn't like the first like fifteen minutes would be like your feet and your calves and your hips. Oh, that sounds horrible. But then the last thirty minutes, they just like massage your neck and head, and I would just be like, "Oh, I'm gone. I'm gone." That sounds worse. The whole I time don't know. They're worse. playing soft, soothing. Do what? Feet or neck? I don't know what's worse. I don't want anybody touching my feet, and I sure don't want them touching my neck. Well, touching my feet—that's where I was wary. I was like, "What are you doing? I need to be able to. I'm I'm an agile cat. I need to be able to land on my feet here." And then. But yeah, neck and head and like scalp and stuff like yeah, I'm straight asleep. What? Let me ask y'all this. That's an interesting question. What part of your body do you not want people to touch? I have one. <laughs> Is it a uh, outside or inside of the no-no square? <laughs> I just I just don't like feet. I don't like I don't. My wife sometimes asks me to massage her feet. I don't mind it, but I don't like it. You ever smell your hands after you massage somebody's feet? No, I always go wash my hands immediately. Even though I, do I never massage anybody's feet ever in my life. I, oh, I don't touch them. Pregnant, you didn't? I did have, no. I did have a girlfriend in college one time who wanted to suck my fingers. That was, I'm glad she enjoyed it. I, I did that for her enjoyment. I got less than enjoyment from it, though. It was so, like, I'm like, dude, my fingers are filthy. Jason will do that, but only after you've just eaten at KFC. Fingers looking good, man. Hey, how did you, did you like that joke, Jason? I felt like a hippo going for that joke. You didn't hear me laugh? No. That's classic comedy right there. That's good yeah. stuff. I I don't like people touching my ears. It it freaks me out. You mean like inside your ears or like just just don't just leave my ears alone. It's okay. They're fine where they're at. I really think that um my parents would always rub my head when I would go to sleep, and I swear, like I can get my hair cut and I'm about asleep. It's a it's a trigger for me to go to sleep. Subtleness. All right. So you've got some homework this week. Watch an animal chiropractic video. Find a good book to read out there. Because people are saying we're rudderless and we don't have a direction. So what's our direction this week? Who said CG, that? CG, you've got to watch at least one of these great Western movies. Um, if you like No Country Girl Men, There Will Be Blood is great. Um, have you ever seen Gangs of New York? Yeah, I hated that movie. Um <laughs> Well, then I hated all. Listen to this. I watched all the Matrixes, Matrices, and I hated all them. Well, they just got weird after the first one. First one was good. I fell asleep. The first one wasn't good. Really? First one was great. It was. I can't. I can't put myself in the sci-fi environments. Hmm. Can't do it. Here's some homework. Yeah. Try to figure out why 
people feel so comfortable picking their nose at red lights? That's that's a good question. I think people feel way too comfortable picking their nose. I mean, I, I work with kids. People feel way too comfortable picking their nose in general. Driving down the road, sitting in class. Ugh. Oh, younger kids, they will they'll have no problems digging one out and just going right to the mouth with it. They'll ask you a question while picking their nose. Yeah. Have you ever not been paying attention and you pick your nose? And then you go to pick the other side and you use the same finger and you wipe the booger from one side into the other and it makes you sick. No. No. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I had a friend in high school. He could pick these boogers and it was like they were attached to his brain. They were so long. Oh, and he would wipe them above the urinal. And why is it that people always wipe the boogers above the urinal in a men's room? For everybody to see. Well, constant. And, Bo, I'm finally on your side. You need to cut the last 10 minutes of this whole podcast. <laughs> as soon as we brought up boogers, that was time. <laughs> that was, you should just start playing that stupid song again. What was that song? What was that song? Jason, what was that song? What was that song? Did you hit the button? What up? Go on! What was that? Take out your pencils and write. That wasn't it, was it? Would you are McFly the slacker? Is that it? Can't remember. All right, we're done. Y'all good? Yeah. Shout out to um, Frankfurt. Really crazy. It's Frank? not. It, it was. I can't even. It was Frankfurt, Germany. That's not a small town. Uh, Frank, they had an NFL Europe team. Frank, Frankfurt, Maine, and Hess. Says. That's what the text said. How many? Wait, what is our numbers there now? What is going on? Uh, about 200 new downloaders in. On multiple platforms in the last four days. Sweet. When I worked when I worked at Mercedes, there was a bunch of German people there, and I would always try to learn phrases and things that they would say all the time. Yeah. You know, they you know Guten Morgen and you know all these things. And one, whenever I'd get on the elevator, this one friend of mine, his name was uh, Coaster. He would he would. Come up yelling a lot of times to ho ho do ho do and forever I thought ho do was German for like hold like you know hold the elevator, and then I yeah. realized he was just saying hold the door with like a thick German accent. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like a a meme in Game of Thrones where ho do is ho ho do. Total. It's in the main. Or somebody guesses that. Never seen it. Yeah, it is the same. I, it is the same. I never thought about that. But yeah, he would yell, ho dee do ho dee do hmm. All right. Another great Christmas movie. I'm just going to play a little clip just because of Jason's great story there. I, I, I could tolerate any. Any insurance seminar. 
for days. I could sit there and listen to them go on and on with a big smile on my face. I'd say, how can you stand it? And I'd say, because I've been with Daryl Griffith. But I can take anything. And you know what that said? That'd say, I know what you mean. A shower curtain ring guy. Well, I'd like you to meet Daryl Griffith. He's got some amusing anecdotes for you. Oh, here's a gun so you can blow your brains out. Don't thank me for it. Yeah. You know what that'd say? That'd say, I know what you mean. A shower curtain ring guy. You know, there's a few things I hate more in this entire universe than when you start playing crap over those stupid soundboards. I mean, you know I want to play another one right now, but I'm not going to. Good. I'm going to play one. Then we'll be done, okay? No, don't play another one. I just want to play some. That about sums it up for me. Choice to down our podcast. You remember from Groundhog Day? All right. BJ, love you. Love you. Jason, love you. Love you too. To all of you out there, we love you and keep sharing us, and we'll keep trying to bring good comedy each and every week. Thank you all out there and share some of the ways out of your friends. Bye bye.